Kaidu from BA. This is a Rorschach Nigeria update from the 25th of May 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. We start with big news in the business sector. On Monday the 22nd in Lagos, President Buhari finally inaugurated the Dangote Petroleum Refinery, a remarkable project expected to transform Nigeria's energy sector. Industry players and presidents of African countries gathered to witness the unveiling of the $19 billion facility set to revolutionize crude oil refining in Africa. Aliko Dangote, Africa's richest businessman and owner of the facility, announced plans for the refinery in September 2013, when he secured about $3.3 billion in financing for the project. However, there were two failed attempts to open up the facility. The first time was in October 2019, when a top official said the project would be ready in 2021, and the second time was in January, when Dangote said the refinery would begin processing crude by the third quarter of 2022. The facility, which is the largest oil refinery in Africa, has the capacity to process 650,000 barrels a day of crude, which would enable Nigeria to achieve self-sufficiency in refined products and some surplus for export. Still on the project, Godwin M. Fiele, governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, best known as CBN, said that the Dangote Group has paid back 70% of the loans it took to build the refinery. The CBN head said that the refinery was initially estimated to cost just about $9 billion, but the project cost escalated and came to a total of $18.5 billion. Banks financed 50% of the project. He added that the CBN also partnered with the Dangote Group by providing about 125 billion naira, about $271 million, to ensure a successful completion of the project. The CBN provided the Dangote Group with naira while also ensuring the availability of foreign exchange to pay for imported equipment. The CBN governor said that Nigeria, through the refinery, will cease importing petroleum products, fertilizers and petrochemicals and save the country over $26 billion. The first batch of refined petroleum products will hit the market before the end of July. While we are on the subject of business, the International Monetary Fund, or IMF, has said that 98.5% of e-Naira wallets have not been used even once. President Buhari formally launched the digital currency on the 25th of October 2021. However, on Monday the 22nd, the IMF said that the take-up of the e-Naira was quote, disappointingly low, unquote. The fund said that as of the end of November 2021, the total number of purchases made through e-Naira wallets amounted to about 860,000, a figure equivalent to just 
0.8% of Nigeria's active bank accounts. We'll take one more sizzling business story before we call it a wrap with the numbers. The Lagos Free Zone, best known as LFZ, is expected to contribute about $12 billion to Nigeria's annual gross domestic product by 2032. On Monday the 22nd, Dinesh Rathi, managing director of the LFZ, said that 24 companies are already operating inside the zone. Moving on, the Supreme Court has fixed the 26th of May to deliver judgment in a suit seeking the disqualification of Bola Tinubu and Kashim Shetima as presidential and vice-presidential candidates of the All Progressives Congress, or APC. The judgment will be delivered three days before the inauguration of the president and vice-president-elect. The People's Democratic Party, or PDP, argued that Shetima's nomination to contest the position of vice-president and of Borno Central senatorial seat at the same time broke the law. Keep in mind that the Labour Party also sued the APC. We'll let you know when the court announces the verdict. Meanwhile, in the health sector, things are looking a bit hopeful. Recall that we told you resident doctors had embarked on a strike over the government's failure to meet their demands. Well, the doctors ended the strike on Monday the 22nd after a meeting with Chris Ngige, Minister of Labor and Employment. In a memorandum of understanding that they signed, both parties agreed that resident doctors are going to see if the government is doing a good job and will define a better way of payment if needed in a meeting in June. Still in the health sector, President Buhari inaugurated a 21 billion naira, about $45 million, presidential wing of the Asol Villa Medical Center on Friday the 19th. Aisha, the wife of the president, said that the new VIP medical center will end health trips abroad for future presidents. Aisha said she came up with the idea of the VIP wing six years ago after her husband had to overstay abroad for medical treatment. She realized the president needed a private medical wing because when Buhari needed m medical attention, the state health centers were dealing with thousands of patients. The new facility will cater to the medical needs of the president, vice president, their immediate families and VIPs. The National Agency for Food and Drug Administration and Control, best known as NAFDAQ, has said that more than 70% of food exported from Nigeria is rejected abroad. On Sunday the 21st, speaking at the official commissioning of the new DAFTAC office complex at the International Airport in Lagos, Mojisola Adeyeye, the agency's director general, lamented that the issue was causing huge financial losses to the exporters and the country at large. However, she said that other countries' exported food rejection may soon become a thing of the past if it strengthens 
the collaboration between NAFTAC and other government agencies at the ports. ADAIA said that along with the port agencies, NAFTAC would ensure goods being exported are of quality and meet the regulatory requirements of the importing countries before they are even packaged. In other news, a federal high court in Abuja has ordered the President Buhari-led administration to account for the spending of a $460 million Chinese loan to fund the failed Abuja closed-circuit television, or CCTV, project. Those who are familiar with the city of Abuja know about the non-functional CCTV cameras which are intersected at traffic lights on the road. Some have even been destroyed while others have been stolen. The presiding judge ordered the government to publish the total amount of money paid to Chinese and local companies and contractors, specific details of the identities of the companies and contractors, as well as the implementation of the project. In 2019, Zainab Ahmed, Minister of Finance, said that Nigeria was paying back the loan and that she had no explanations on the status of the project. However, in the new suit, the Socio-Economic Rights and Accountability Project said that the minister is in charge of the finances of the country and cannot, by any stretch of imagination, be oblivious of the amount of money paid to the contractors for the Abuja CCTV contract or the status of a project. Here is an update on the status of the Accountant General of the Federation, or AGF, position that was previously vacated. On Friday the 19th, President Buhari approved the appointment of Oluwatoyin Madeyin as the new AGF. Ahmed Idris, the former main AGF, was removed due to corruption charges. And that's it for this week. We want to hear from you. Write to us at nigeria at rorschach.com. Kaodi! Ka